This right here is all the right people. All the right people. All the right people is perfect title for this. Aaron Lip, Reed Grimm, Colin Hauser, y'all. Cassie, Mr. Tom Bridwell, Adam Pickerel, Rob Fraboni, Cass Haley, and you. This was not scripted. Love it. We're doing it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening in today. This is the Big Hope Podcast, and this is a special All the Right People series about the making of our new album and all the right people that it took to be able to get here. And one of the most important, I hate singling people out, but in my world, one of the most important people of all the right people is my wife, Miss Cassie Lynn, Cassandra Lynn Haley right here. Um, Me and Cassie have been married for, I mean, we've been together for, what, how many years now? You have to, it's over Uh, 20. Yeah. You'll have to sort of get in the mic a little bit. 21 years. 21 years. So we've been together for 21 years. For all you people that know us, you sort of know a lot of this. But for the people that don't know it, I want to give a little bit of backstory. We were high school sweethearts. Our relationship started, uh, you know, I fell madly in love with her when when I was 18 years old. She was 17 years old. And, you know, we we just automatically, after about a month, we moved in together together. Uh, just, just totally, I was completely sold. I think she maybe had, I think I, it took a few years for me to convince her that I was the one, but I knew that, that she was the one for me. (laughs) But, um, so, you know, we, uh, we have two kids. We live in, we we're at our house right now here in in North of Novice, uh, Texas, where we've been recording all the right people here on the farm, Big Hope Farm. And this is our little world that we created together. Um, we, we have got two kids, Evan and Nola, and for the first, you know, what, 18 years or so, you know, our, our relationship and it was sort of just based around our family and, and it really didn't have much to do with, uh, I was sort of, um, pursuing a career in music on, you know, as the main source of income, but we weren't creating together. And over the last few years, Cassie and I, um, started, uh, creating more together, creating songs together, writing songs together. Um, and so it's been a pretty incredible experience, uh, to be able to share that with somebody that you share so much with that, but it wasn't a part, like everything sort of has came together over the last few years. And, uh, it's, it's just been really an incredible sort of shift in our relationship and our life. And it's, it's, it's been pretty incredible. So, um, Cassie, I, uh, so I want to, you know, this is, I'm just probably going to be a little weird for you, me interviewing you like this, but so like, when did, like, I heard rumors, you know, from your family that as a little kid, you know, you would just run around singing and that you were like, they were surprised that you, you, they weren't surprised that you married a musician, but they were surprised that you weren't actually a musician or a, or a songwriter or a singer. Even This is years ago. Your Aunt Leisha was telling me, oh, Cassie's just, she used to know every song. So tell me, like, some of your memories as a child. Like, you know, what, what like, were you, did you sing a lot as a kid? 
I did. I think I sang a lot when I was by myself, and people would catch, catch it. Catch it. <laughs> They'd overhear it. So what? What? A, what? Um, growing up as a kid, uh, you were raised in a real rural area. You were raised in Red River County, uh, Clarksville, Texas, and the surrounding areas and stuff. And um, as a kid, what was some of the um, what was the music that you were you know attracted to most, or what were you surrounded by? I was surrounded by country music. Yeah, lots what? of old country music. Um, country music from that time period of the 80s and 90s and then my mom listened to rock I thought I hated rock <laughs> as a kid yeah because <laughs> I loved country music <laughs> right but then um, as I started growing up I started listening to all kinds of music I loved you know R&B soul um, but I never e I had never even heard of Bob Marley until I met you. Yeah, and yeah. And I loved Bob Marley. Um, just, you know. So what is the, like, if you can describe, like, as a kid, you know, singing songs and being attracted to music and stuff like that, was it ever, like, did you ever think that maybe that was something that you could be a part of? you know, creating that? I mean, or was it just something that... No, never. Never no. seemed like maybe an option of going never. into the lifestyle of, no. of, of maybe a career? No. Did it never... Yeah. What, so what did you, growing up, what did you want to be? Like, what was your, what were your goals of like, what did you think, what was your... I was very confused and, I, and unsure and didn't know what I wanted to be. Um, I knew I wanted to have a family. And I wanted to be a mom and be able to express my create, you know, my creativity that way. Yeah. Um, I was really uh, floored and taken aback when I had my first song. So, so how does that feel being, you know, 30 something and finding your purpose as far as beyond just being a mother Beyond just I being felt a like it sort of came because I was so immersed in your world mm -hmm. and then it sort of just like came came into me like I was allowing something to channel through me that I didn't even know existed. Well, expressing what's going on inside yeah. of you of maybe creating that bridge from the things that you're experiencing from the inside, being able to have their own voice and being able to get out. How has it been? How does it feel? falling in love with the process of songwriting and creativity as an adult. Like, you know, it's like a new birth. It's, it's, it's been mind-blowing and just so magical. Like, I just really, I'm addicted to writing and creating, and it's it's been really fun. So, like, on, on this album, All the Right People, Cassie... You know, uh, she's the 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 main force behind pretty much every one of these songs. She uh, uh, this album as you know, sort of this our writing relationship started with with the album Lessons and Blessings, and from there it's just been something that she's just constantly had these ideas, you know, uh, that she'll bring to me in different songs, and she's just been 
uh, you know, it's it seems like you've just been like this fountain of ideas and fountain of real moments that you're channeling and, and creating these embodied emotions from your life experiences as a child, as a, as a kid. And um, I want to sort of talk about a few of the songs that that um, were that are on the album. Uh, I don't think we have time to talk about every one of them, but maybe we'll do an extended podcast where we unpack all of them. But um, so one of the songs I want to start with is um, I want to start with the song Love's Been So Good. So what is where did that song, where did the idea for Love's Been So Good come? You know, I was born into love. I was shown so much love by my family. and So that opened the door for you to sort of reflect back on like, the different incarnations of love in your own life. Yes. So talk about that a little bit. Like talk about where the song starts. Like it starts with um, the feeling of being wrapped up in my granny's arms and feeling safe and loved, and um, and then you know she's no longer here, but I still feel her love all around me mm-hmm. and so that's that's sort of how it started and 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 also my grandpa mm-hmm. and you know so that's sort of where the love the the song starts and then um we started writing it together with reed and and it went into like the love that we shared and the love yeah. that we have received by growing our family so we're it starts with being shown love being shown how to love others and then the idea was that it trans that it that it sort of got to the place of how do we show love to ourselves so the different the three different you know incarnations of love you're you're shown love you experience it through your grandparent grandparents love your parents love you're shown how to do that and you give that Thing that you're shown to others and then you start to wake up and realize how you have to give it to yourself that's sort of the the core sort of transition mm-hmm. and this core meaning of the song and the different different you know levels of of the way love can be expressed I remember I remember meeting your grandmother and this woman was so fiery <laughs> it was hard for me to imagine <laughs> She loved you so much, but man, I didn't, I, she was fiery to me. One time she, uh, one time she took a, I, I said she was, she was sort of sick by the time we get, we got together and she was, you know, sitting in her easy chair and I came into the little trailer house just south of the Red River where they lived, um, in Red River County and, and it was a holiday cause that's definitely the times we were down there and I said something about her, <laughs> her uh, uh, yeast rolls that Ronnie's yeast rolls at Ronnie's Ronnie her son's yeast rolls were, were really good I don't even think I said they were better than hers but she took it as me saying that those yeast rolls were better than Ronnie's or were, were better than her yeast rolls and she took a phone she took the phone a baby bottle excuse me she took a baby bottle this was and threw it at me and hit me in the face with this baby bottle <laughs> This woman was a firecracker. So now you know where Cassie gets it all from. Oh, Jerry Jarrett. Another memory I have of Jerry and, and, and your your love for her. 
Um, Cassie was, you know, you were you were sort of raised by your grandparents for the first few years and stuff. So like, uh, she has this sort of parental relationship with her grandparents. But I remember, you know, what she loved Elvis. That was like one of her favorites and Creedence Clearwater, right? Um, every time I hear that song, I think about her, and I, I don't know. It's funny. I also think about the stories where, you know, first they did spoil her rotten, uh, you know, about the cherries. What was mm-hmm. the what, Tell the story about the cherries. I, uh, we were at Hot Springs um, at the uh, amusement park. Uh-huh. What is that? Magic Springs, I think. Uh-huh. And I had fell and hurt my, uh, skinned my knee or something. And I wanted cherries. That's all I wanted. She had to have them. Yeah. Like these 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 shows you they would go get those little jar of cherries yeah. that are in the corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was the eighties. Nobody wore seatbelts. Children would ride on the dash and sip on full cups of corn syrup with cherries <laughs> in it. But uh is yeah, I was spoiled by them. Yeah. Yeah, but, but but it's also, you know, you were just, sh- they showed you so much love, and, you know, that's how they taught you how to love, you know, and I'm super thankful that they spoiled you, because I get the receiving end of them showing you how fierce love can be, and how powerful it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I want to talk about, uh, uh, so, no, uh, what is your, what's your favorite song that we recorded? I want to let you. Ooh, that's a really tough one. Um. I really like the way the um, the music to Kelly's song turned out. Let's talk about Kelly's song. So Kelly's song is um, it's about it's like a it's a a healing message to a friend who's you know going through it. And at the time, I had just found out that my friend Kelly was diagnosed with colon cancer, so. I went to go take a bath, and while I was in the bath, it just came to me. You're gonna be okay, and I was like, Cass, we've got to, we've got to uh, make this song for Kelly. And was it that same morning that yeah. we sent her the message? Yeah. So we, she showed me the song, and then I put some chords to it, and we recorded a message and sent it to Kelly, who had just relocated to. Uh, Seattle, Washington, to receive chemotherapy and treatment, and uh, so that's where that song started. And the way that I look at that song, and you know, you brought the idea to the table, and then we we wrote it and finished it with Reed helping arranging and and helping writing it. But it was it was it's like a warm embrace to a friend mm-hmm. that we're here and that there's something eternal and that love is that thing and that it's not going anywhere. And that life, you know, is tough and there's all kinds of tragedies that are out there. But, uh, you know, this thing that we have, these relationships that we have, all the right people in our lives is is the whole purpose of it all. And that that's never going to go anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. So that's the, the premises of the song is just that warm embrace, right. you know. I love all the songs. I've probably cried during each one of the recordings. So many emotions. I've been worried. I keep on looking over to Cassie while we're recording, and she's crying. I think she might be upset with me, but then it's just the emotion. (laughs) That's the husband. Oh shit! Uh, No, it's it's (laughs) it's, this has been like an incredibly magical 
mind-blowing experience for me to be a part of the whole process. Yeah, it's cool. It's been really fun. It's cool. The last the last thing I want to talk about is uh, All the Right People. So the album's called All the Right People. Yeah. And what did that what does that mean to us? Where did that did All the Right People uh, the story behind that song is you know what all the right people means to me is like just sort of being able to recognize the importance of the relationships in your life and the importance of people in your life and also too like you know we have times in our life where things are going our way and the wind is in our sails and all the it's it's important that we recognize them for what they are and we honor that too when it's happening that way and we honor it that it's not something that you created it's something it's 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 something that sort of you can't really explain it you know but you've got to recognize it meaning you can't explain when the winds when the winds shift and they're blowing in your sails and you know what direction you're going and you're in this flow state and it also seems that everybody else is in this state with you you know and that the people are 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 everything is harmonizing and and going and it's just we've had the last few months has just really really been this amazing journey where the winds have been in our sails and we're just trying to honor that and recognize that and the idea for the song was about a, a, about two or three months ago. We you know we had the big Lincoln competition thing going down, and we had the the film crew in Paris, and our minds were blown by what was happening. Here we entered this songwriting competition with this song "Every Road I'm On," which is also on the album, and um, and and all this magical things are happening from a gut feeling of entering the songwriting competition, and the next thing you know, we have Hollywood at the farm recording this documentary of our life and our songwriting relationship and our family and just like it was all incredible but one of the one of the days that they were filming we had this performance at um at in paris that we had organized at red bear uh this restaurant that we had organized and uh it went really well you know like we had organized a bunch of friends to show up colin and and reed wasn't there but you were there in spirit um so all of our friends were there, man, and, and like we got home that night and the whole experience of filming with Lincoln during this process was super graceful and it, it was incredibly like enjoyable. It just could, I couldn't, um, it was just so enjoyable. It was, it was otherworldly how graceful the experience was. And we got back to the house that night and Cassie's, uh, Cassie's like, oh, there's a lot of, man, a lot of good people came. And I was like, Looked over at us sitting right there on the couch. I said, Man, all the right people. And she said, Cassie, again, it all comes to Cassie said, That's a song. <laughs> and right there in that moment, I grabbed the guitar and I had this I had this riff that I knew was made for it. You know what I mean? If all the right people are here. All the right people are there. All the right people got all the right people. All the right people. And really, what, it, what I mean by saying all the right people are here, all the right people are there, is just really accepting where it's all at. You know, accepting where, like, people find their groups. They find their cliques. They find their paradigms of thought. And they're exactly where they're supposed to be. It's not up to us. To, to control the flow of the moment, you know what I mean? And, and so really the song is about presence and it's about flow and it's about honoring the relationships in a real simple way of all the right people. <laughs>
So man, I, it's it's I love you so much, and um, I love you too. it's it's really incredible, and I can't wait to make fifteen more albums, co-writing with you, co-creating, and you know, just really excited. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you. All. Um, yeah, enjoy your day. Thanks a bunch. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye.